This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to the Olive Podcast. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode I'll be catching up with chefs, cuckoo writers and characters from the food scene in Britain and beyond. Join us each week to expand your food knowledge as our guests share 10 things we need to know about the specialist subject. And do listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where they also reveal their top cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. I'm delighted to welcome Anna Glover back to the podcast. Anna is Olive's senior food editor and has written hundreds of brilliant recipes, including lots of great ideas for entertaining. So we thought we'd have a catch up today to talk about eating al fresco as we're in that brief window of being able to enjoy eating outside. Welcome, Anna. Hi. How are you finding the summer? Do you find yourself gravitating to the garden once the weather gets hotter? I really do, yeah. I love eating outside. There's something kind of quite relaxing about it. You feel like you're you're on holiday yeah. almost. <laughs> uh, it's really nice to just uh, watch the sun go down and, you know, have a few drinks and eat some food with, with friends. Yeah. Um, I live in a really small house, so it's really nice, actually, with a really oh, little dining table. Exactly. Yeah. So it's nice when you've got more than sort of two or three people around the table, you can actually take it outside and... And just it feels a bit less formal. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, so first of all, let's talk a little bit about temperature of food because we don't necessarily need those massive blazing hot dishes, but equally don't want to serve everything fridge cold either. Absolutely. It's really nice to uh, not serve things too hot because obviously it's going to cool down quite a lot when you when you take it outside. Yeah. But also fridge cold, you sort of lose the flavour of things. Yeah, so that ambient temperature kind of reflects the sort of like the cool, like um, going outside. And it's just nice uh, to do like some sturdy salads and things like that, which yeah. you can serve at room temperature. But it also means that you can make them in advance yeah. and just sort of like leave them and the 
the flavors can improve. So things nice. like um, sort of like roasted vegetable salads, if you roast them beforehand and then toss them in a dressing, yeah. like a lemony olive oil with loads of fresh herbs, like oregano or something, and then leave those to, to sort of um, marinate at room temperature. It's really yeah. nice. And it just like sucks up all the dressing then, exactly. doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and also I'd really like doing like a raw courgette salad. Oh, so yeah. sometimes as soon as you do it, it can be quite uh, f- like quite firm but as soon as you leave that to marinate for for like an hour or so at room temperature it gets a really really lovely texture and it gets soaks up all that flavor gorgeous um also panzanella is a great example as well you sort of leave that and the bread soaks up all the dressing um and those are great because like i think tomatoes you should keep them at room temperature yeah. you shouldn't fridge them because it changes the temp yeah yeah i've done that thing quite a lot where you know, you slice tomatoes and then just sprinkle a tiny bit of salt on and let it come to room temperature. And the difference in flavour between when you've first sliced it and when you've tasted it 10 minutes later is just incredible. Yeah, they, it brings out like the natural sweetness and yeah. all of the like, you know, the aromatic flavour. So it's really nice to do like a panzanella, things yeah. like that. I also really like a little bit of carb in there. So, you know, grains, those grain pouches are fab, aren't they? Yeah, Um, they really seem to soak up loads of flavour, especially if you just warm them briefly. So if you pour like a kettle of boiling water over them or put them in the microwave just for a minute. To revive it first. And then as soon as you add that uh, dressing, it sort of marinades really nicely. And do you like pasta salad? I love a pasta salad. I think we should bring back the (laughs) pasta salad. So do I. I, There's a reason why they were so popular. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not too keen on the sort of like mayonnaise heavy pasta salads that you get in, you know, pots. uh, But I really like sort of really fresh um, like lots salad. of herbs and olive oil, lemony dressing kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just gets, it's a really nice bite to a salad and it also lasts quite a long time. Yeah. Nothing's going to wilt. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a really lovely sort of summery, summery dish. Yeah, I think the main thing with pasta salad as well that I've realised is, again, slightly undercook your pasta just ever so slightly because if you overcook it you get the mush yeah but if you undercook it you just give it that little bit of leeway for the dressing to soak into the pasta yeah. a bit more great and what else have we got on our um our nice room temp food um i i still also love a potato salad yeah, who doesn't <laughs> yeah um i think they they also kind of get a little bit of a bad rep for being mayonnaise yeah. heavy and kind of a bit claggy but if you think of like a really light, super fresh olive oil, lemon dressing, maybe some capers, some finely nice. chopped shallots. and So all the elements of a potato salad, but without the sort of um, mayonnaise, it's, it, you know, it seems to just freshen it up slightly. Yeah. And also you can roast the potatoes first, like new potatoes, and then toss them in the dressing, which is kind of a nice little twist on a potato salad. Lovely. Cool. Anything else? Um. So I, I quite like a quiche. I know it's kind of a... Da- it's slightly dated. I love a quiche. Yeah, it's <laughs> I nice. would make no like apologies for loving quiche. <laughs> it's nice that with the coronation, there's had a bit of a yeah. revival of the quiche. But I think it's in the flavours was where you can modernise it slightly. So instead of just doing like a classic quiche Lorraine, yeah. um, you could do really lovely sort of like uh, chorizo and harissa, that sort of thing, caramelised onions, or like roasted veg, really nice, or broad beans and hot smoked salmon. Just things that um, are, have a little bit of a nice flavour twist yeah, to them. But also, I think quiche, they're, they're quite forgiving because they can, you can make them the day before, keep them in the fridge yeah. or keep them, you know, for a couple of days and then just bring them out and bring them up to room temperature to serve them. Yeah. So you've got a little bit of time to make your own pastry then. You're not doing that when, when guests are 
guests are there. Absolutely. You spend a bit of time with them. But um, you can also get flavour into the pastry as well by doing different, um, using different flowers for the pastry. So like wholemeal or spelt. You oh, get it just a really... gives it a bit more of a crispy, crunchy texture, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and nice. like a nutty flavour, which Gorgeous. is lovely yeah. with sort of like roasted vegetables and things. But also you can flavour it with nuts or cheese, sort of like a manchego cheese in a chorizo quiche would be absolutely delicious. Lovely. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then some other things. I think you were going to talk about um, more pastries. That Because, yes. I mean, pastries are great. Aren't they? There's, a re- there's a reason why, you know, if you go on a picnic, like the sausage roll is always the thing the that people pull out. Yeah. But I think if you make your own pastries, that's lovely as well. Yeah. And you can use that bought pastry to, to make it. Yeah, I think um, you can do like easy puff pastry tarts yeah. and then add sort of like olives and anchovies or caramelized onions that sort of thing yeah, great. they're really delicious and it's really nice to um serve those at room temperature rather than just piping hot and then you can serve them with like a salad and things like that so um it's kind of like a bit of an easier sort of alternative yeah. to the quiche but also borak as well which is like a turkish phyllo pastry oh, yeah, um lovely. it's uh, like a pie it's like um with cheese and um spinach usually Um, and it's got a really really delicious texture because it's sort of like squidgy and soft in the middle and then really really crispy phyllo on the outside yeah and all of those pastries are like remarkably resilient as well as in you can bake it in the morning in the afternoon it'll still be crisp yeah that's what's really great about them so they've got that staying power i think sometimes where people go wrong that i've seen is they make too many bitty things or they're running around trying to make too many bitty things and i know you're you're a fan of making one big thing or you're concentrating on one big thing yeah I think like a really big part of something quite classic simple like a slow cooked meat dish or um you know like a chili or a curry or something like that and then you can add on extras that you can buy so it kind of like reduces your prep yeah uh, quite a lot so um but also sometimes you don't need that big dish sometimes yeah. you can just do nibbles so I really like just making a couple of loaves of focaccia or oh, nice. um, making a few loaves of sourdough and then buying dips and buying uh, really nice olives and cheese and things yeah. and that sometimes is is all you want especially if it's quite hot outside yeah. and you don't you just want like a light um, lunch just to, to nibble on so I but then also you've got like the main centerpiece which is the bread that you've made and everyone yeah. sort of loves you know ho- fresh homemade yeah, bread yeah gorgeous yeah and I think that that's what's great about something like focaccia and I know we've got plenty of recipes for it online is it's so forgiving it's quite hard to screw focaccia yeah. up because it doesn't need to rise into a massive shape and it you know you just have to have a tin to contain it and, and even if it kind of overproofs, you just get extra bubbles in there. So yeah. you can just kind of drizzle it with oil and put... But I, I love things like focaccia because exactly as you said, people are so impressed that you've done they it. Are. It's like and they don't realise how easy it is. I know, because <laughs> there's, no, there's no real kneading or uh, shaping either with focaccia. Yeah. You just sort of like scoop it into the dish and then yeah. just dimple it with your fingers. And it, it is, it's a lovely sort of like lunchtime uh, with all that olive oil as well. And you could even serve with extra olive oil and vinegar and things for dunking yeah, into. So. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. 
Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let's talk about sharing platters, because this is a way of eating that I absolutely love. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I, I do too. Um, I just love... Um, filling I think they look really appealing yeah. you almost want to you you want to eat more because yeah. you just want to try everything it's like pick and mix isn't yeah. it you just want to try everything so I really like doing um like a few baked camemberts and then putting loads of accompaniments around them so like olives and crackers and maybe bread and then um loads of like deli meats and figs and yeah. you know some maybe some fruits would be lovely there as well but also you've not really done you've not really done much yeah. all you've done is just baked a couple of cheeses you know for, yeah. for a 10 it's or 15 clever minutes. shopping as well because yeah. i mean camemberts are they're so rich and that's your centerpiece and then you have like all the little bits and pieces to dip in it or scoop it up onto the, the plate with it's yeah. such a clever way of doing it and also if you as well as doing like savoury ones you could do sweet ones as well so do like a fruit salad platter but instead of just having fruit you could do like some little bowls of yogurt and honey and granola uh, maybe some mint and things like that it's really nice or or you could even do like an eat and mess platter where you get people to assemble their own you know serve them with meringues and like some a a bowl of cream so like a diy yeah Yeah. like a sort of uh, an eat and mess bar but you know in a big sharing platter the one tip i would say is definitely if you have like a big tray with a lip (laughs) yeah so when you're carrying it out to the garden you're not you're not you know uh, nothing slipping off yeah so uh, and it's also it means less washing up as well yeah so you've not got sort of several bowls or dishes you've just got one big yeah. one big platter so. and I know you've got an idea for a seafood one too oh yeah um, I just really like buying a lot of cooked seafood like you know uh, prawns mussels smoked salmon that sort of thing and then just make a simple mari rose yeah. served with some sort of caper berries and some lemon wedges and some rye bread and butter yeah. and it looks super impressive but actually it's minimal effort and uh, we love it effortless we love a cheat yeah we absolutely love a cheat and why not I mean you know you can concentrate on I don't know making cocktails or something and then yeah (laughs) just let the 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 platter speak for you um and equally I think tray bakes are fabulous as well because you know the 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 Sharon platters we mentioned there's there's maybe a hot element but a tray bake is a a, amazingly impressive all-in-one isn't it yeah I love doing sort of like whole sides of salmon and roasting nose in a tray and then you could even cook some orzo separately and then just fold that around you know um, into the dressing into the tray with the salmon or you could even flake the salmon and fold that through the orzo and serve that as a a tray bake so it's thinking about taking the whole dish to the table rather than cooking everything in in the tray I think you can sort of you can be quite clever with 
cooking separate elements and then folding it together. Mm. Um, and they're all really, you know, it's all very much help yourself as well, isn't it? So yeah. you, you don't need to be there plating up individual portions of anything. Everyone can just get involved and dig in. Yeah. And I think because the tray is hot as well, if you are serving hot food, yeah. you're taking the hot tray to the table, which is giving the food a little bit more of a chance to keep yeah. at that temperature that you want, rather than, say, if you're plating things up in the kitchen and taking it's those out. Cold. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll get cold straight away. Because let's face it, it might not always be blazing sunshine, not yeah. with our summers. But I quite like what it reminds me of, I was saying to you earlier, is, you know, when you're you're in like Greece or Spain and and you're in a really lovely like taverna or whatever and you um the food comes in it, it's never like blazingly hot you know you go to Greece and you'll get like a portion of moussaka or you'll get a spanoptica and it, it'll just be like room temp or just yeah. warm and and it's the perfect eating temperature as well yeah so, you can snaffle really quickly yeah. but also <laughs> you uh, you get to taste the flavors yeah the taste bit. the flavors yeah. completely i love that now you mentioned dips before and i yes. know that you are a huge dip fan <laughs> as well. i'm a big dip fan yeah and they're not just for crisps no so tell yeah. us your tip dip tips <laughs> dip tips um so I love serving dips. Uh, I'd like even shop-bought dips. Yeah. You know, you can just, you can get the classic sour cream and onion and things like that. But what I loved, or hummus, and what you can do is you can really, really sort of zhuzh them up yeah. by adding toppings. So even if you just spread a tub of hummus onto a platter and then sprinkle with some extra chickpeas, maybe a bit of sumac and, th- and a drizzle of olive oil, it's really nice, sort of looks really impressive, but actually you've done, the hard work's been done for you. Yeah. So even with tzatziki, you could buy a couple of tubs of tzatziki and then finely shave some more extra cucumber oh, nice, um, yeah. from with a veg peeler on top and add some olives and things. So I really like sort of... Um, Making them look impressive, yeah, and you just want to dig right in, just making them that little uh, sort of like visually yeah. more appealing. Yeah, and you can even take a step out of it because I think you wrote a recipe for romesco, but you use jarred peppers from a yes. jar. Yeah, so you know you you you've. you've um, missed out that part where you have to roast the peppers which is a pain and you don't really want to turn the oven on when it's really hot but things yeah. like that are great aren't they yeah I love romesco it's kind of one of my favourite dips I think it's so versatile it just you can have it in sandwiches with focaccia oh yeah. it's delicious but also you can serve it with um, cheese as a starter just nice. tear a ball of mozzarella over it or a burrata oh, wow. over it um, and it's so colourful to look at. Yeah. I think because that's that, that thing in the summer, you've got all of those incredibly ripe veg like peppers and tomatoes and all the green soft herbs like ready to go. And, and you know, that's that's really enticing as well, isn't it? Yeah, it really sings the summer to me, yeah. Romesco. Fantastic. All right, let's talk a bit about desserts because often they just get pushed aside or, you know, people might get a tub of ice cream out. Is there anything a bit more inventive we can do? So I really like um, the mochi. They're okay. like Japanese uh, ice cream balls, but with rice. Um, it's like a rice dough surrounding nice. it. Yeah, so actually, yeah. I love, I, I sort of keep these in my freezer just for like when, you know, when you just need like a spoon. Yeah. You don't need a whole bowl of ice cream. You just, or just, just, just want a little Just something. a little bite, yeah. yeah. And they're great because you don't need a spoon. You don't need to use bowls or spoons. You can literally just serve them at the table and nice. everyone just helps themselves. They're really not, And they're such a satisfying texture as well. So yeah. Very squidgy and soft, and but also just things like mini ice creams, like a mini Magnum, yeah. absolutely brilliant. You know, everyone loves a Magnum. That's exactly what you want to eat when it's hot and you're outside and the sun's shining, um, and you don't have to sort of prepare anything in advance. You just bring them out, and yeah. everyone's happy. I think it's quite nice, and there's something quite nostalgic about that as well. Where, you know, I I had um, a 
a sort of party outside and I did all this food and then I hadn't done any like desserts. And I just went next door to the shop and raided the the um, the ice cream thing. And real there's so many different inventive little ice creams as yeah. well. So I think it is it is quite good fun for people. I think what you said before about the the Pavlova thing. Yeah. You can do the same thing with I you know, if you do have tubs of just vanilla ice cream, you know, you can get you can make it easy chocolate sauce. You can buy caramel sauce. You can have nuts, berries, and then let people kind of scoop their own. And that's quite a nice thing to do as well, isn't it? It's almost like a Sunday bar. Yeah, you like a Sunday put... bar and everyone gets involved. And then, yeah. you know, and they, they remember that. What about keeping food tasting good? Because you don't want things to wilt in the sun, do we, if it is a really hot day? Yeah. Um, so I've done quite a lot of uh, catering for events, part, summer parties and things okay. like that. And a good tip is to just portion out the food. So maybe just put um, uh, a, like half if you're serving for six or something. Right. Just put half the amount onto, you know, into if you're doing like a buffet, for example. Yeah. If you put half of the food out and keep the other half chilled. Um, so you you can refresh it when it when it when it needs to be yeah. exactly. So you're not all not all the food is out at the same time. Yeah, because things can will like a big salad, like a green yeah, salad. You can just do one bowl of salad and then bring out more as and when needed. But always remind guests that you do have more because sometimes people are, don't want to take <laughs> that much. Because yeah. you know if you only got three jacket potatoes, yeah. you know you just. Um, You've got to tell people that you've got more more in the kitchen, and that's a, that is a great shout as well for avoiding waste yes. as well. Yeah, um, because then obviously you know if people if if you haven't got that many people or they don't all go for your coleslaw at once, it's, it means that you've still got that nice little dish of coleslaw in the fridge. I I sometimes do it if it's really hot or, um, or you know there's a particular lot of uh, bees around or something. I've often like just set up inside. Yeah. And then just said to everyone, take a plate, form a line. Yeah. Buffet style. <laughs> and just send them in buffet style yeah. to just go and scoop. And that's quite a nice way of just keeping everything covered if you're if you haven't got the space. Yeah. Or, you know, you just don't want it all out in the blazing sun or whatever. Absolutely. I think that's quite a good thing. And you know your dining table is going to be free because everyone's sat outside. So yeah. you can almost set that up as a buffet. As a bu- yeah, exactly. And be, if you just put loads of serving spoons on the table, yeah. loads of knives and forks and, and a stack of plates and just get everyone to help themselves and they can come back for seconds when, when they're ready. Yeah. I think you had some nice ideas for um, for setting up the table, didn't you? Because you said you, you've got... I've seen a nice idea recently where um, mini... Um, mini flower pots with yeah. um, knives and forks in, but you said you had some lovely like vintage tins. Yeah, so um, a few friends have been to Canada and brought me back maple syrup, oh, nice. and so I've kept the tins, <laughs> and that's what I've got my just my cutlery in yeah. in the kitchen, just because it's easy to to get them. And my kitchen's very small; I don't have any um, where to, to like store them, so it's yeah. kind of a nice storage idea. But I just just take those outside. Um, so you've got like little tins you could keep um, that I, I really like serving them in those and then people can help themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think it's nice to put, um, if you put a bit of effort in, I mean, you know, maybe not go on the whole tablescaping thing, but, you know, things like jam jars with little bits and pieces in. I know that um, I checked out like some flowers and herbs that are natural mosquito repellents. Yeah. And they're lovely things like citronella, eucalyptus, 
lavender, basil, lemon, thyme, rosemary. I mean, I was thinking these might attract bees, but we don't mind bees. No, no. Bees, bees <laughs> but, are, but it's the mosquitoes you want to keep away and they're like pesky, stingy things. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, um, I think that's really lovely. And then you get you kind of get that really nice sense of, well, of, of, of like the perfume of the flowers in the air. Yeah, it's nice to sort of... You are eating outside, but it's nice to bring the garden to the table as yeah. well. So if there's things that you've got in your garden, you could just do a few cuttings, put them in a few milk bottles or things like that uh, yeah. or in the jars. And then it's sort of it makes it looks like you've made loads of effort, but with only like, a, you know, just takes a few minutes to yeah. do it. Um, what about some ideas for drinks? So um, if you keep a really big container, so I've got a washing up basket basically uh that doesn't have holes in oh and i it it looks like a baby's bath you could use a baby's bath um, (laughs) and fill it with ice and just keep that outside it also stops people from coming in and out of the kitchen opening your fridge constantly and also means that people have somewhere to put their drinks when When they they come in because they'll just arrive with with plastic bags where do i put this yeah and as you said, you've got all of your fridge full of food. You don't want them in there. Yeah. So being able to direct them straight to your to your bucket yeah, is just, fantastic. Um, and you can keep like, you know, bottles of wine there. Just have like a little, uh, just have a, a, a table with a load of glasses, yeah. uh, you know, clean glasses and maybe a bottle opener and things like that. And then no one will be bothering you for, yeah. <laughs> uh, no one will be bothering you for a drink. You can sort of concentrate on on the food. I love that. That's brilliant. Um, and also just keeping a, a, a few jugs um, out with water in. Yeah. So just keep refreshing those as and when, um, especially if it's hot outside. You know, you want to keep... Keep everyone hydrated. Yeah, especially if people are drinking. Yeah. Like just keep keep everyone hydrated with water. But make it a little bit extra special. So put some mint in there or put some slices of lemon or some strips of cucumber. And then just keep topping it up. You don't have to do anything else. It'll just keep infusing over the day. Oh, brilliant. Those are such lovely tips, Anna. And um, next time you have a party at your house, I'm definitely coming round. <laughs> You'll know where to put the drinks. There'll be a there'll be a, t- a tub. And as usual, we've got tons of recipes and inspiration online. Probably a lot of which comes from you. Um, so people can go and check that out at olivemagazine.com. But thanks so much for coming to chat to us about that today, Anna. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.